Hi, I wanted to let you know that I have a brand new, totally free masterclass available and I'd love if you wanted to check it out. It's about an hour long and it goes over three simple things that every dog owner needs to know in order to teach a dog quickly and easily without pain, force, a major time investment or fancy equipment. When you register, you'll also get a free 20-page ebook all about what I call the dog training triad. You can find it at anniegrossman.com slash masterclass. And now for something completely different. Hi, my name is Annie Grossman and I'm a dog trainer. This podcast is brought to you by School for the Dogs, a Manhattan-based facility I own and operate along with some of the city's finest dog trainers. During this podcast, we'll be answering your questions, geeking out on animal behavior, discussing pet trends, and interviewing industry experts. Welcome to School for the Dogs podcast. I'm Alicia Navarro, and I'm the founder and president of Two Hounds Design. And how would you describe what Two Hounds Design is? So we make dog collars, harnesses, and leashes. Um, our harness is a patented no-pull harness. It has a Swiss velvet lining, and it's all made in the US USA. And our collars are um, pretty high-end. We're known for creating collars with our own ribbon designs. We also use some uh, really high-end materials. Sometimes we'll use like home decoration materials that is um, is something that you would see like in a luxury home. We'll use that to put on collars. We've also taken wedding dresses apart and made collars out of them to match uh, the bridal party. So we've oh, done wow. some we've done some really fun stuff on our collar side as well. So I discovered two hounds uh, because of the freedom harness. And um, so I'm really curious about that. But first, I wanted to ask you, why is it called two hounds? Two hounds design was named after my original two retired racing greyhounds, Iceman and Paradise. Um, I adopted them. I adopted Paradise first in 2001 and I adopted Iceman in 2002, I believe. And then in 2003, I founded my company and we were trying to come up with a name for it. And you know, the, the company exists because of them, because I was sewing collars for them. So we just named the company after them. <laughs> so the, the Freedom No Pull Harness is one of our best-selling items, um, both in our online store and in our actual shop. And uh, it is one of only two harnesses that we sell. And it's definitely the, 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 the harness that we recommend most. Um, I, I love it for um, uh, some reasons you already mentioned. For instance, I love that it like has the velvet under the armpits. Um, I love the front attachment. Um, I was first made aware of, um, of this style of harness uh, because of the Easy Walk harness, which is a similar harness um, uh, that uh, I think is not as good, actually. But I'd love to hear the story of, of how you came to discover this kind of harness. I, I understand that you didn't invent it, um, yes. but, but you kind of, uh, well, well, tell me, tell me. I bet there's a good story here. <laughs> so um, the Freedom Harness 
the thing that I love the most about it is actually that martingale loop on the back of the harness. And because I had retired racing greyhounds, and when I first founded the company, we were very focused on greyhound specific because I, I belonged to a big community. You know, I was really trying to serve that community. And um, so we really focused on martingales. So I loved the fact that the harness had a martingale loop on the back of it, which does help prevent escape you know, as long as the harness is adjusted correctly. So um, that was what drew me to it initially for the greyhounds, because I don't know if you're familiar with them in New York City, but greyhounds have a very high or can tend to have a very high prey drive. And because they're sight hounds, they can't find their way back always if they can't actually see. So keeping them on leash is really important. Making sure they don't escape from equipment is really important. So that's actually why I first loved the Freedom Harness. I started... um, I started buying it from the original inventor and I was selling it on our own website. This was when we were still quite small. We were still working out of my home. And, um, one, one night I'd faxed in an order, some crazy hour and somehow, um, she and I ended up on a conversation and long story short, I ended up licensing the patent for the harness and becoming the exclusive manufacturer of it. And then I later purchased the patent from her. So, um, I mean, it's, it's my, it's practically my child. I, I just love this harness. How did you first discover this inventor's harness? Um, because she was also part of the Greyhound community. And, oh, okay. And so, um, and a lot of Greyhound people were already using it. And so I, I discovered it through that. And then because I already had a website, it was it was something additional that I could offer on my website to my and what, customers. And at that point, were you selling mostly collars? Yes. Uh, um, our business was 95% collars at that time. And that's completely flipped now. We're about 75% harness and 25% collars now. And how did she come up with um, the Freedom Harness uh, design? Um, I'm not, I, I mean, I, I know, I know the part of the story that I know, I could probably send you like a link to her story and how she created it. She um, was working with a, a very large Rottweiler um, who was pulling really, really hard. And so my understanding is, is that she decided there wasn't anything on the market that was really helping her. And so she decided to try her hand at coming up with something herself and she did a really good job. Uh, Can you describe exactly how it works, kind of what it looks like to someone who might be listening and and has no idea what the Freedom Harness is? Yes. Or why it's special? Absolutely. So the Swiss velvet lining that we've both already mentioned is probably everybody's favorite feature. Um, That's the strap that goes right behind the front legs. And that Swiss velvet lining provides just a little bit of padding, a little bit of softness, and it helps prevent rubbing and chafing behind the front legs. But the actual really cool part about the harness is how it functions to, to help train your dog. So we have the front and the back connection on the harness. Uh, we were one of the first harnesses on the market with a front and back connection at the same time. And uh, I know that T-Touch practitioners really love the, the two points of contact um, when they're working with dogs. It also, we find if you're using a front-only connection, a lot of times you can see if you get a dog who gets really excited and decides to lunge forward really hard or decides to try to make a run for it, we've actually seen dogs do a somersault if they're connected only to a front connection harness. So that second connection gives you um, a better, just better control. If your dog does decide to lunge, they're not going to, they're not going to have a funny center of balance and, or center of gravity and, and flip right over. So 
that part right there is is probably the least known as I mean it just seems like a lot of trainers love to use that front connection and I I personally just love using both the front and the back for that reason um, it also helps keep the spine in alignment when you're using both connections um, so when you're using that front only and you re, your dog is pulling ahead and they'll kind of pull off to the side and their shoulders will twist just a little bit when you have that second connection with them it keeps their spine in alignment as well so the science behind it and and, and the mechanics behind it are my personal favorite part. Yeah, and you guys also sell leashes that can clip at both the front or the back. And and uh, I I usually tell clients, you know, you could you can attach it to the back, um, you know, if you're out for a hike, or it really doesn't right. matter if your dog is like way out in front of you. Um, yeah. Or you can just use the front, or you could use both. Right. And that's one of the ways that the Freedom Harness is really versatile because you know dogs need enrichment. They they need they don't just need a nice trained walk where they stay by your side. They also need to sniff and smell and see and explore. And so when you're fine with your dog doing that, you can use just that, that back connection and your dog can have the room to explore and everything. But then when it's time, you know, maybe you're getting ready to walk in traffic or, or maybe you, you need to, you need to, your dog to be right beside you. You have that option without changing out the harness to make it turn it back into a working harness, which I, I think is a, a great feature as well. I also explain to people, um, and I don't know if this is why, why T-Touch people like it as well, but what, what I like about having uh, a leash connected to both the front and the back is um, you're giving a little bit more information as far as pressure. You know, if you can train a dog, you know, almost like you're riding a horse. Right. Like if I if I put a little pressure this way, that means we're going left, or this way, it means we're going right. If they have those two points of contact, they can feel that, I think, with a little bit more clarity. I'm yes. And the, the leash that we offer with the harness has a floating handle. So the really nice thing is if you're not necessarily skilled enough to, to do a two-handed leash, um, you know, a lot of trainers will do the two-handed leash and they'll give they'll give micro communication to a dog. And, and sometimes like neither the dog nor the person realize that they're communicating with each other, but they'll give micro communications, just like you said, with a little a little bit of pressure here or a little bit of pressure on the other side. And that that communicates to the dog which way we're going. But the front um, I'm sorry, the um, the floating handle on the leash actually does that work for you. So if you're not necessarily skilled enough to use two hands to handle the leash, the leash will actually do a lot of that work for you. How do you explain to people how the front clip helps to reduce pulling? So the um, opposition reflex, I'm sure you've probably talked about that a good bit with your clients as well. Um, the opposition reflex is the instinct for a dog to pull against pressure on the chest. That front clip works against the opposition reflex because it redirects more to the, towards the side. And so the pressure isn't really uniform across the chest. Did yeah, I explain you, that well? you, Yeah. <laughs> well, I, how would you explain what a uh, opposition reflex is, I guess? Because it so, sounds fancy. <laughs> um, well, opposition reflex, which is also called the freedom reflex um, by, by some trainers. Um, like it's when you have a sled dog and you put a special harness on a sled dog, sled dog that really distributes that pressure evenly all the way across that front chest. When they feel that pressure, their instinct is to pull against it. And that's that mm -hmm. opposition reflex. Right. Or I explain it to someone like if I if I pull your hand, your instinct is going to be to pull back. Yes, exactly. And so if the if the dog is pulling forward and the pressure on the chest is pushing back at them. Right. Uh, 
then their instinct is to push against to push harder right right yeah which would be pushing then forward right (laughs) right no i'm all confused now (laughs) yeah well well, what the end result because you're at the end of the leash the the what they're doing is pushing against the pressure they feel on their chest what you're feeling is that they're pulling ahead of you because the result of them pushing against that pressure on their chest is that they're pulling on the leash I don't know if I, I'm a physics major, but I can, <laughs> I can explain the mechanics of it. I don't know if I can. <laughs> Have you changed the the pattern at all from the original? And also, when when did you start? When did you for, you, you mentioned faxing back and forth with this person? Oh, I know this was a long time ago. We, I'm sure it was 1980. No, <laughs> oh, no, are you kidding? I'm, I'm 20 years old. <laughs> um, we well, I founded the company in 2003, and I was actually just joking. Um, with a with someone earlier that I founded the company when I was 26 and at 26 I wasn't I didn't feel responsible enough to ha- have kids but somehow I started a company um, <laughs> so um, but I founded the company in 2003 and then in 2009 we licensed the patent and began making the freedom harness you're based in North Carolina is that right we are and everything's made in North Carolina it's I'm sitting here in my office right now and I have windows that look out on the production floor so I really oh, wow. love I, I mean I just love being able to know that we're giving people jobs and we're keeping manufacturing here we use US sourced uh, materials everywhere that we can so um, th- there's there's a lot of really social things that are important to me as well how many employees do you have now I believe we're currently at 48 and still hiring. Um, oh my we, gosh. Yeah, we've had, um, you know, the pandemic has, has wrecked our supply chain. It's wrecked a lot of, a lot of things, but we've had just insane growth even this year through everything that's been going on. And I'm, I'm super grateful for absolutely everything. What do you think that's due to? Um, well, we we do a big trainer outreach because we love working with trainers and we know that trainers are influencers in the dog world. Um, you know, if a trainer tells you to buy something, you're going to buy it. If you go to your trainer with a problem and the trainer tells you, here, let me help you fix this, you're going to buy it. And so because trainers really love this product, we, we tend to focus a lot of our outreach there. Uh, we work with a lot of veterinarians, um, a lot of behaviorists, and we find that that really influences the purchasing behavior of the, you know, the consumer. So that tends to drive our sales through stores. Um, We have trainers who either have their own store like you do. We have um, freelancer trainers who go to people's homes and train dogs. And sometimes they'll have a trunk full of freedom harnesses. Or sometimes what they'll do is recommend other stores in the area that carry the products that they they want the um, person to buy. So that that's been probably a huge part of our growth and and we're still you know we sponsor a number of trainer organizations we work with APDT and Animal Behavior College and um Force Free uh uh Force Free Wisconsin I believe it is and then there's the Pet Professionals Guild so we we try to really work with the organizations and have conversations because I think that the conversations are really important and then we're we want to get the harnesses in the hands of the trainers. Let them try them. How does it? How does it compare to? Um, well, I, I guess two questions. One, the Easy Walk is, uh, like I said, the the product that I was first familiar with as a front clip harness. I'm wondering if that's still sort of the major prod- product that is comparable um, 
And I'm also wondering how it compares to the Easy Walk. Yeah, um, and and I mean the Easy Walk is a great product. It's been around for uh, close to about the same amount of time as the Freedom Harness. Um, you know, it, it's the biggest difference between the two is that we have the two points of contact that. Uh, connection on the front and the connection on the back and we have the Swiss velvet lining which helps protect their um, delicate skin back there behind the armpits and then we also have a sternum strap in the front so one of the things that that sternum um, well we call it a sternum strap that's a technical term it's that strap that goes between the two front legs so that strap right there actually gives a lot of stability to the harness and it keeps it from sagging as much as you see with some of the front only connection harnesses. Right. Um, sometimes you'll see those either lose their adjustment or, or they're just not adjusted correctly and you'll see them even sagging down below the where the legs start sometimes. Um, so the Freedom Harness does tend to sit higher on the chest so it doesn't impede movement. It, it keeps those legs free to, to move forward. And um, I mean, there's a number of differences that between the, the products. What I typically tell people is figure out what works best for your dog because every mm-hmm. dog is built differently and every dog thinks differently. I know, you know, dogs, dogs think. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, you know, what works for one might not work for all. And uh, are there other products out there that, that you, I mean, is that a product that you compete with and, or are there other products out there that are, that are similar that you think are good or not good? Um, I, I, I typically try really hard not to express an opinion, good or not good about other products. I, I tend to compete a lot with myself more than <laughs> with other products. I find that my life is happier that way, <laughs> if that makes sense. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there are a ton of harnesses. There's a lot more out there now than when we got started. When we got started, it was basically sensation, easy walk and us. That um, And, you know, Easy Walk was, it, they're, they're a huge corporation and they had the marketing dollars and that was the one that was in PetSmart and Petco and that's the one that all the trainers knew. So we haven't gone necessarily with the PetSmart and Petco um, route, partially because we're made in the USA and we don't have the margins to sell to big box stores, partially because we really like to support the independent retailers. Um, like I said, there's a social aspect to our company as well. And we really like to support the people who support us and the people who have helped us grow all along the way. So that does, um, I guess, decrease the amount of exposure that we get because you you do have dog owners who are just going to go to PetSmart. They're not necessarily going to go to the neighborhood store. And you right. might have, um, you might have towns that don't have a small neighborhood store, or that the whatever the small neighborhood store is in their town might not carry our products. So it does limit our exposure to go that route. But it's but it's important to us to to support the right people. Well, what I what I like about, um, I mean, there are a lot of things I like about the Freedom Harness versus the like the two that you mentioned, the Sensation and the Easy Walk, which because um, I think we did carry the sensation for a little while um but yeah we've never carried the easy walk just because because it is sold so many places and we try and sell things that are like a little different right Um, but i think that sternum strap makes such a huge difference because there's so many times that i see dogs wearing easy walks and they're like basically being walked by like 
I don't know, like the corner of their shoulder. <laughs> right, right. And, um, and the front connection is always going to be difficult because when you have a dog who's pulling against that front connection, the harness is going to adjust forward. So trying to get the adjustments and the fit correct is really hard. And that sternum strap gives gives it that bit of stability that I, I believe helps you get a better fit. Yeah. I also like that it's um, there's really only one way to put it on. Like, yeah. It's very hard to put on backwards. And like I get – I, I mean, almost every day, I, I think I see someone with a dog who has the easy walk on backwards. And it's like, it's like a bad, it's like a grammatical mistake or something. Like I have to like, yeah, bite my tongue to like not go over to the person and be like, you know, your harness is on upside down. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and I'm like, nobody wants the weird woman on the street telling them how their dog harness. So, so my deal is I go around adjusting people's equipment, like not their harnesses and their collars. Like I'm yeah. the world's worst to be like, Hey, your harness is too loose. Do you mind if I adjust it for you? <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned, you mentioned COVID, uh, affecting your business. I'm curious. You talked about the supply chain. Um, can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, it's been a challenge. It's been, this has been probably the most difficult year we have ever faced. We've had, uh, we've definitely had supply chain issues. We've had shipments sit on the water because there were no um, workers to accept at the ports to be able to accept the, the, the big boats to get our hardware off of the big boat. And so our hardware mm-hmm. has been delayed. And then we've had um, the Swiss mill that makes our Swiss velvet that goes on the straps on that strap that everybody loves. Um, their mill has been hit by COVID as well. They're working, they're doing the same thing that we are. They've had to do the social distancing. They've got all their employees at least six feet apart. They're working with a smaller staff because trying to limit exposure. And the result of that is they can't make as much velvet, which means we can't always get our shipments complete so we've had like right now this minute if somebody desperately needed a navy blue harness they couldn't get it from us because i don't even have the velvet to make it we're we're sitting here Mm. waiting for a shipment so um and that's this is the first year that we've ever had any type of issues on this level we've had other supply chain issues in the past that's just part of doing business but on this level this is the first year we've dealt with anything like this and then you know on any given day Currently, I've got probably 10% of my staff out either waiting for results or they either they've tested positive or a family member has tested positive and they're quarantining. And so out of 48 employees, if I've got 10% of my staff out, that's a lot of them. I mean, that's a significant number. It, it reduces our ability to run production effectively or efficiently. The majority of the issues that we've had have all been you know, just things that were just outside of our control that we were we're learning how to be a lot more accepting of circumstances outside of our control, I guess. <laughs> right. Well, and I know you also go to. Oh, yeah. The trade, industry trade shows. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't. Um, our last trade show was Global Pet Expo last March, and that was right when everybody was announcing or when, when um, people were starting to talk about COVID. And, and I think attendance was maybe down a bit at that show. Um, everything else has been either canceled or virtual. And, you know, it's not being able to talk to people, not being able to get in front of people is really hard. Right, right. So what's the future of, of Two Hounds? More products or just just going to keep doing what you're doing? We have some really cool projects actually coming. Um, we launched our Earth Style collection 
at Global. Oh, yes. I love it. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what's funny, I mean, and and we ran into our first supply chain issues right after we launched that that was caused by COVID. Um, So we launched it at at Global Pet Expo and it, I mean, it took off. We sold through our first round of the raw material that we had purchased right away. And then- And and what is the raw material? Oh, oh yeah. I got to tell you that part. the webbing itself is made from recycled plastic bottles. I think that's the coolest thing ever. So they take the plastic bottles and they grind them down into these little pellets and then they extrude them and they create long continuous fibers and they weave those fibers into the, the webbing itself. I think it's the best thing since sliced bread. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> and the patterns are super cute. There's yes. like, and they, they make me think of like Lisa Frank. Oh, we've got some more coming, actually. Oh, I, I love I loved Lisa Frank. I, I can't believe you even referenced her. I, I grew up with the Lisa Frank folders and notebooks. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're children of the 80s. Clearly. We are, clearly, obviously. So, um, but yeah, we've got more patterns coming. We'll be launching those in first quarter of 2020. And I actually have my own sublimation set up being delivered. We, we had been outsourcing the sublimation printing on the webbing. And, and just a note about that, it's it's uh, actually molecular, the print is molecularly bonded to the webbing itself so it doesn't ever wear off or or like it doesn't scratch off or anything so um we are bringing that printing in-house so that we can do a lot more designs on a kind of a shorter run basis so we could do a lot more fashion type stuff so i'm really excited about that wow so you could do like a uh, school for the dogs custom sublimated we recycled harness Actually, yes, we absolutely can. That's going to be part of what we'll be rolling out to um, the trainers in the stores. It, we can do short runs so we don't have the high minimums anymore because we can do it here in-house. So if you need, if you wanted to order a short run of harnesses and leashes with your logo or with your colors or if you've got an event coming up, we can do that for you. Oh, my God. Definitely. That's really, really cool. Yeah, I'm. I, this is this is probably the project I've been most excited about in in a number of years. It's it's and it's also really stressful and it's delayed. Um, you know, again because of the pandemic, everything is delayed. So our machine, the there's two big machines that have that you have to use to do this, and and we're hoping it'll be here by the last week of December. Um, well, thanks so much. Anything else you want to mention? A few- no, um, no. I, I'd love to thank you for for what you're doing, though. Um, you know, I've I've actually I've been to your store. We filmed a video in your store, and yes, that's right. And it is, it's one of the best laid out and best um, training facilities. I, I was really impressed with it, and, and oh, love thank you. Guys so I really appreciate you reaching out, and I appreciate all of your help over the years and your support and everything. You've been great. Well, you guys have you guys have been great too, and I love what you're doing. And um, yeah, and, and I, I love going to like I'm such a nerd about these things. Like I love trade shows. <laughs> oh, I, you know, they're actually really fun. I'm an introvert, but somehow I, I still manage to enjoy trade shows. It's just afterwards I hide in a dark room for a bit to recover. <laughs> oh my god! Well, right, and it must be different. I'm usually just a person wandering around. It's different if you're like right. in a booth and like. Yep. But talking I, nonstop. I do love it though. I I miss talking to people. I miss hearing what's going on. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I'm sorry we we won't get to see each other at the trade shows because also as someone who's you know buying for a store, it's nice to be able to like, you know, talk to the people that I'm emailing with all the time. Right. Um, yeah. 
So I hope I hope we get to do that again soon. I don't know. Glo- I've been to Global once. That's the one in Florida. You think yes. that must be canceled for twenty twenty one? I'm guessing not officially, but not I really. and, and we do have a booth reserved. I don't know yet if it's going to happen. You know, I don't know what the status of the vaccine is going to be. I don't know if people are going to be ready to travel yet. I think Super Zoo in Las Vegas. That's in August, I believe. Um, I think by August we're probably going to be in a bit better shape. So I'm hopeful for Super Zoo. Me too. That one's out, that one's out west. That one's in Vegas. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it's All a right. lot of fun. Well, thank you so much, Alicia. Um, for those of you listening, you can get the Freedom Harness, which comes in tons of cool colors, at storeforthedogs.com. There's the Earth Style collection that Alicia was just talking about, but there's also, in addition to you know, basic black, blue, and red like a beautiful burgundy, teal, turquoise, tan, brown. We also carry matching leashes, both in uh, Swiss velvet and nylon. And we carry lots of their really gorgeous collars. For a limited time, you can get 10% off any Two Hounds product at storeforthedogs.com using code ALICIA, A-L-I-S-H-A. Thanks so much for listening. You can support School for the Dogs podcast by subscribing, leaving a five-star review, telling your friends, and shopping in our online store. Learn more about School for the Dogs and sign up for lots of free training resources on our website, schoolforthedogs.com. 